Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On the Billiken Sports Network from Learfield, this is the Billiken Coaches Show, presented by Edward Jones. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Billiken Athletics. Life is a series of moments. Make the most of them with an Edward Jones financial advisor. Also brought to you by Royal Banks of Missouri, investing in our communities one client at a time. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Billikens, Bob Ramsey. Toasty in a comfortable location like Humphreys. And uh, we are so excited to be here. First show of the year for the Billiken Coaches Show. And it's time to say hello to Billiken Head Coach Travis Ford. Coach, how are you? Doing good. Literally just uh, ran off the practice court. And, oh, good. Uh, went uh, straight from the court straight to my car to get here. So we practiced a little bit later today. Uh, but good to be here at Humphreys and uh, good to be here for the first show. And if you don't know where we are, it means you're probably not a SLU student or never have been a SLU student because Humphreys, of course, is the St. Louis University bar and has been for literally decades. We're right here at Laclede in spring, and um, they started back opening up on Mondays thanks to the Billiken Coaches Show. And uh, we hope to see you folks each and every Monday um, from now on. It's a great place. Um, my son stopped by with one of his buddies, That's and, and he, uh, I had to tell him, yeah, I saw your mother in here quite a few <laughs> times back in the day. It's, but, been, it's been fun, you know, when, uh, when they were, the word was getting out, they were starting to open it back up, and they did yeah. a major, major renovation, but they made it look exactly, from my understand, they, um, John and Sarah, who run it and do a great job on it, do a, a, an absolutely amazing job because they care about the the experience uh, of everyone, especially students and everybody. And um, but it's been fun to hear a lot of stories from 15 years ago, 20 years ago, as this was uh, being reopened back up. I can't tell you how many people told me, oh, "I heard Humphreys opening back up. I remember this. I remember that." And it was just a lot of fun to hear. Some incredible, incredible stories, and I'm glad John and Sarah took the effort, the time, and energy to open it back up and make it like like Humphreys once was. Except, except, you know, you know, more than a fresh cone of pay, uh, paint, um, a great clean look, and uh, it's a, it's a delight to be here. It really is, and because it's so similar 
to the way it used to be. All the memories come back when you come in, and it feels great. You know, every school has the bar, and a lot mm-hmm. of the big schools have a number of them. Mm-hmm. But whether you were at UMass or my kids at TCU mm-hmm. or my son at Arkansas, there's always the bar. You oh, know? No, yeah, yeah, we had that at Kentucky and right. everything. Where everybody, kind of a couple of them. But, uh, but you're 100% correct, and that's what Humphreys is. That's and, right. Um, it's, it's, it's got so many memories for so many people and now it's creating even more memories and got incredible food here. Great menu, great food, uh, summertime, got bands out back, mm-hmm. great, uh, out back area. Yeah. That's an addition. That's but, really nice. But they've done a, such a great job from what I understand. And I've seen pictures. That's one thing they did. They kind of, I think went to the former owner and Jan and got pictures and all kinds of things. So we're going to make it just try to as close as we can. Exactly the same experience, look like the same place. Now, literally, I think most people thought it probably needed to be, but again, John and Sarah had this vision uh, and did a great job of uh, of turning into a really, I think, a really cool place right now. And from everybody I to, to uh, talk to that come, they come in, they say, yeah, this is just like it was. This looks, uh, this is the same place. The classic St. Univer- Louis University bar. There's no question about it. So come by and see us. And if you haven't been or you kind of forgot where you were staggering out, uh, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, we're at the exact same spot at the Cleeton Spring. Come on in and see us. And I think tonight, and I think there's going to be specials every Monday night that we're here. And uh, I believe tonight it's all-you-can-eat pizza rolls. How about that? There you go. And no shock that our buddies from Learfield are going to have just a big mound of them on the table and just bury their face in them. And so, good for them. That'll be good. That'll be a good experience. Yeah, it is. You can, like I mentioned, great menu, great food, tons of televisions to yeah. come in and watch basketball, football, whatever it is. They've done a great job of placing out these televisions everywhere. But, National uh, championship game on right there. So, hey, if you want to watch football, talk to Travis Ford, talk some hoops, do a little bit of both. They're on the screens right here tonight. Um, let's start getting to let, – let, let's get to some basketball. I'm looking just at some generic numbers from the George Mason game, Coach. 48% from the field, 35% from three-point range, 72% free throws. You win the rebound battle. Hey, what a great game. Nice W – oh, wait. Well, there's another side you've got to play. It's not just about offense. Um and you know we've got our we've 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 had our struggles defensively. There's yeah. no hiding. There's no way around it. We're you know we're trying to put our thumb on it um, and trying to fix it uh, as fast as possible. Um, but the defense is is as poor numbers as you know we've we've had such great defensive numbers in the past. And you know one thing about you know we've had great defenders and we've had a lot of first team from. Yuri's been two-time first-team All-League defender. Jordan Goodwin was two-time first-team All-League defender. Francis Okoro, Hassan French, Javon, Javon Bess. Bess was Player of the Year defensive. So oh, we've had, Scott. and I talked to, and the reason I'm bringing it up, some people don't quite understand, is I've talked to our team about this, and I said, you know, we may not have that on this team, which is fine. That's okay. Doesn't mean we can't be a great defensive team, but we do have to have a leader. Like, who's going to step up and be that defensive leader that we're going to follow and set the tone for us? So that's why I bring it up. It's, you know, and, and I told our team, hey, somebody, we should have some guys in here striving to be an all-defensive player. But, you know, we may not have that necessarily. And, and so we've got to become a better team defensive team, a better covering for each other. Um, 
you know, we, we, we get hit by screens way too much. Uh, there's a lot of issues we've got. Transition defense was very poor two games ago. We, we did a better job of it uh, in the last game, except when we turned the ball over, and that's a whole other issue we'll get into. But, yeah, we uh, fully grasp the defense got to get better, um, and it's going to take everybody um, collectively in order to do that. I don't know if there's one or two guys that's just going to be the difference maker. We just need um, – you know, we, we need to do it as a team. So uh, we only got about a minute or so to our next break, and so I don't want to belabor this topic, but I know on the air I probably belabored it quite <laughs> a bit when we were in, in Fairfax, Virginia, and the discrepancy in the fouls and the foul shooting. I don't want to get you in trouble, but I don't want people to think I made uh, made it up. No, we yeah, it was obviously, tough, wasn't obviously it? we go back and we study everything and um, – it was some difficult times and, you know, uh, uh, difficult calls at times. The biggest thing was on the other end, to be honest with you. Non-calls uh, yeah. more important yeah, than what was, is called? You know, that, that, that look to me was the, more the issue. Yeah. Um, and, and we have it all broken down. Uh, and so it's not something we're just making up in the air. Uh, but, you know, we did foul. I will say that. We fouled more than we needed to for sure. Absolutely. It wasn't the reason we lost the game. Um, you know, it made it a lot more difficult when a team shoots 39 free throws it's, or 34, whatever it was, it's going to be difficult. But we did foul, and we got to quit fouling. Defense is usually a pro, fouling is usually a product of being out of either being out of position or being lazy. And uh, we got a little bit of both of those going on that we got to get better at. Uh, but yeah, it made it difficult. It made it very, very difficult. But we we need to uh, raise our hand and take responsibility and and stop fouling and play better defense. And one thing I noticed, and these are some of the nuanced things, but it all comes together in overall team defense, not biting on head fakes, shot fakes. Well, we we bought on two, we bit on two shot fakes in the first two possessions of the right game. Right away. And that's, you were in our shoot-around. That's all we talked about. Oh, that's uh, that's, that's, I mean, it must have came out of my mouth 50 times. But it did. Hey, it, it's, um, you know, but you go back and uh, in the game, it's a three-point game. I think it might 33-30 or somewhere around there. The the score was right, 30-27 or something. I can't remember right now. Um, with about two and a half minutes to go in the first half, and we go down nine going into halftime mm-hmm. because of tough shots and turnovers that led to bad defense. But our offense put our defense at a disadvantage. But it was turnovers and a couple of bad shots that put – and that's what's happening to us. We – We've shown that we, you know, obviously that we can uh, put together a good half or we put together a good, but we go on stretches where we can't sustain it. And I, I have my reasons around that, that we, that I hopefully we can get better at it. But uh, it's, uh, it's a process that we're going through that we got to get better at because we're not being able to sustain the consistency at a, at the level we need to in order to succeed. I don't get too inside basketball, but I do want to talk a little X's and O's when we come back from the break about that and the, yeah. and the things that, you can do things you can try and get good at. But first, let me remind everybody about our friends at Royal Banks of Missouri. Banking with us is easier than ever. Open an account and manage your finances at any time with our online banking service. Visit royalbanksofmo.com today to open a new personal checking or savings account. Royal Banks of Missouri, member FDIC, an equal opportunity lender. We're at Humphreys, and of course, uh, we're on the St. Louis University campus. Come by and see us. Uh, we're at Laclede and Spring, and uh, all-you-can-eat pizza rolls. And the piles are coming out with the Learfield guys. They're getting all over them. Come on and join us. Talking to Travis Ford. It's the Billiken Coaches Show right here on X. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Billiken Coaches Show. We're at the fabulous all-new Humphreys. It's brand new, but it's the same old Humphreys. They've got the perfect blend, and you're, we're glad you're with us. And folks are coming in and getting all over the great menu here at Humphreys. And for those of you who can't be here, glad you're listening to us on KMOX. Hey, come check out the great offers on the all-new Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 46 years straight, only at your quality Ford dealers, proud sponsor of the Billikens. So we've we got a bunch of things to get into. The hour goes flying by fast, Coach. But when you talk about Let's just talk about defense, and as you put your team together, what you think you can accomplish with your personnel to be the best it can be, and then you get into the season, and sometimes you realize, I didn't think we were going to do that, or I thought we'd be able to do this. I know you wanted to press more going into the year. You haven't been able to press as much, maybe? Well, you know, a um, no, you know, and that's part of the issue, you know, is we were talking with – Tom Ackerman uh, yesterday, and we had a great conversation. I addressed it a little bit, and some people may think it's excuses and things like that. It could be, but it's factual. It's reality, and yeah, you know. But you gotta you answer questions, and you know, you, we prepared starting on October or September 27th. Press for 40 minutes, play extremely up tempo offensively. We weren't calling many plays at all. We were basically doing everything based on spacing and. Uh, concepts and things like that offensively. And we practiced like that for uh, two whole months and start the season. And that's how we had a true identity, a full identity of who we are, how we wanted to play. Our players really understood it. We weren't weren't great at it yet, but they understood what we were trying to accomplish. And we come out and we're 4-0. We, you know, in a couple, I thought it was a good win for us. Wyoming was a good win. We're 4-0. And then you lose. We lose sincere, obviously. At the you know take out the Lincoln game. I think somebody said he's averaging twenty twenty a game, but overall right. seventeen. He didn't play a whole lot in Lincoln game or whatever yeah, it was. That's right. But, but he was way up there, and that he was a part of the reason we were playing fast with a couple other. You know, we thought it might fit our uh, our personnel, 
Then we go to another the next game or two games later, and we get two more starters hurt in the starting lineup that yep. were back in the lineup. Um, and so now we have to change our identity of who we are, which is not easy to do. And to be honest, we've had a very difficult time finding our identity since then. Is that excuse? Sure. You know, we've got to find it again. We don't have that identity. We had to change how we played. We obviously uh, stopped pressing when we were pressing for 40 minutes. We started running plays and sets and calls almost every possession uh, based on our personnel and things like that. So it, you know, and, and I thought our guys did a decent job of figuring a little bit of it out, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, right now the biggest issue, but you can talk, we can talk defense, turnovers, things like that. It's just an identity. We got to find that identity again. We got to find our identity. And if we can start hopefully getting some guys healthy, we can get back to that. And it's not about getting healthy. It's about, all right, who do we have to form that identity with? And, uh, you know, I think we're getting very close, hopefully. Uh, but that's, uh, uh, in a nutshell, besides breaking it all, we, we can definitely talk about the turnovers and the other yeah. X and O's, but it's the identity of, you know, how we're going to play. We've almost had to change it, you know, too many times at this point. So I don't want to jinx it because uh, I was telling somebody earlier, just a little while ago before the show, asked me about the team and what I thought, and I said, well, with your the presumptive starting lineup, before the season began, you haven't had that five yet. Assuming you th- that you would hope that Brad as a Wiro was going to be there at the beginning. Yeah. Well, he wasn't, so you take that out we of the – You know, we, we were 50-50. We, so we got to – you know, once you get to a certain spot, we were we, – we, and we even told him that oh, we got to play as if you're not playing. And then when you – if something happens, you do, we get – then – They were great. But we have to move on once those games start. I mean, you have to And that's why he on. went back to the scout that's team That's why he went to that. the scout team. And it's taken a little while to get him back in, you know – game form but anybody who's seen him yeah no he knows he's a game changer so right. mike meadows was out the other day w- with a head injury uh, he's sin- been out five four to five games yeah I think. sincere parker has the broken foot we're hopeful soon for him and so then you say so let's say at some point this month everybody's healthy mm-hmm. could you see yourself maybe having that needle swing back to that style you wanted to play at the yeah. beginning I, I would, yes. Um, it, it's going to go through another adjustment period, but right. we will. I mean, yeah. um, and hopefully, you know, we we, we play here uh, on Wednesday against a great team, and then we have a little bit of time off that hopefully we can get our feet under us a little bit and get some guys healthy and get them back and uh, hopefully and start forming that identity. But, you know, again, right now, you obviously have to have an identity, but we're so focused on defense and take, not taking care of the, or taking care of the basketball and things like that, that, uh, you know, that, that doing a lot of drill work on that. But I think forming the identity and getting back to playing with pressing and playing faster will be based on a little bit when we can get everybody on the same page and everybody healthy. And then when you do have everybody healthy, isn't it interesting how at different points in their career you've got, you've got a guy – in Gibson Jimerson, who I think is 38 years old. Anyway, you've, yeah, you've got an old guy. And you've got kids. You know, you've got Sean Medley, who's just out of high school. So you run the whole gamut. But isn't it interesting, at different points in their career, a guy like Gibson, you can play him the whole game. And he's going to get after it. And then you've got guys, you go, at 25 minutes, that might be a little much for this guy right now, but he can really be good for us playing 16, 17 minutes. Yeah, you know, no question. You know, 
and Gibson's a warrior. He's got really good um, winner's DNA. Like, and we yeah. talk a lot about what it takes to win and things like that. And it's it's a it's a lifestyle you lead uh, to get the the most out of yourself to help the team get the most out of yourself. And that's you know, uh, and and he has won. So he kind of understands, and we, we've asked him to kind of talk about what it takes. Because some of our guys on our team are still trying to figure that what, what does a winning DNA look like? What, mm-hmm. you know? and, and that's part of the process uh, of doing that. Uh, but, yeah, Gibson's, uh, you know, uh, Gibson's been a warrior because, <laughs> you know, he, he's had to be part of part of the part. He's been stable as far as playing every game and th- like that, but he just rolls with the punch as far as change of style of play. We, we're playing fast, then we start running a bunch of plays for him. Uh, and it's just a change, a, a little bit of change. Then we're going from pressing to not pressing, and he's done a great job of just staying focused, uh, and uh, you know, and 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 fighting through some some little injuries here and there and things like that. And he got popped today, really, really good blood coming out of his mouth and things like that. It was well, crazy. makes it feel like a thinking, regular Whoa. season game. We're thinking, wow. The next thing you know, he goes off the sideline. Five minutes, five minutes later, he's back in the mix. I'm like. That, that's a winning, you know, yeah. winning DNA uh, and understanding. And, uh, well, and, so and, and one he's more, been a good leader. One more comment about him before our next break, and that is watching his growth. I think some people consider him, oh, he's just a spot-up shooter. But go back and look at the video of the Hargrove 28 seconds. Those first three buckets were each one set up by a Jimerson screen, a high screen. Look at what he does attacking the basket that as a freshman and a sophomore he almost never did and how he attacks the basket now becomes a real tough guard and uh, a tough person to guard and uh, I just think his growth is really remarkable and he's made himself as complete a player as he can be and I think he'll still get better uh, no question I, I'm, I'm proud of him in so many ways and um, he you know in the past he's not been a real overly vocal guy. No. Gibson kind of take care, takes care of his own business. We've asked him to be a lot more vocal this year, and he's really done a good job. But you're exactly right. He's so much more than just a shooter. First of all, he's a scorer. He can score in a lot of ways. Um, he's, uh, you know, like I mentioned, his, his, his leadership. But he's understanding how to cut and move without the ball and things like that. And young man that, uh, you know, I've always loved, and that's, you know, it's come harder with portals and stuff, but you love seeing a kid come in as a freshman, and, yeah, maybe they were just a spot-up shooter, and then you work on your game. They develop. They get better through individual work and things like that. And, um, you know, he's experienced a lot. Uh, he was actually talking to the team the other day. He's experienced a lot, but, he's you know, he told them, I've, uh, we've won a lot. We've won a lot. We want to win bigger, but we've won a lot. And, won a lot of games. And he was talking to those guys about that. And uh, Because there's a lot of guys in our locker room that haven't won, you know, and – it's good to hear that. We all want to win at the highest level and win the most we can. Uh, and, you know, he and TJ have, have been a part of that, and those guys have done a, a pretty good job of leading. Travis Ford is here the Billiken Coaches Show. We're at Humphreys. Come by and see us. It is the place to be at the St. Louis University campus. Of course, we're at Laclede in spring. Come on in. Say hello to Ellie. She's uh, our server tonight, and I'm sure she'll take care of you as well. And, uh, the big mound of uh, pizza rolls has already gone from the Learfield table. I'm sure another wheelbarrow full is on its way out. Don't forget about our friends down Market Street, St. Louis Union Station, with so many things to safely do and see for all ages. Book your experience at stlluisunionstation.com. 
Billiken.com. We'll be back with more on the Billiken Coaches Show live from Humphreys right here on KMOX. Folks, come on in and check out great offers on the smart and powerful Ford F-150 and Super Duty. Outscoring the competition is America's best-selling trucks for 46 years straight. Only at your quality Ford dealers, proud sponsor of the Billikens. I'm Bob Ramsey. Travis Ford is here. It's the Billiken Coaches Show. We are live from the spectacular Humphreys right here on the St. Louis U campus at Spring and Laclede. Glad you're with us. Well, Coach, here's a weird one. We never talked about this on the show all the years we've been doing it. Is this nine years? Is this your ninth season? Eighth. Eighth season. I believe. <laughs> Is it eight? Eighth season. It, that's a good question. We've never, we've never talked about it. And, and apparently um, you've got family getting into the trenches on social media. Um, what the heck is going on? Well, it's, a, it's, it's interesting. Um, I get out of practice. I le- actually leave practice at 545. To get here and, on time. And mm-hmm. to be here at 6 o'clock. And as I'm running off the court, and I'm literally running, I'm jogging. Yeah. Our sports administrator, Brian Cunderman, comes over and says, hey, we got an issue or we got something going on here. I'm like, what's happening? And so he quickly explains it to me as we're walking to my car. <laughs> and then I look down at my phone, and my phone's been blowing up by my, my wife and a whole lot of other people that I've got to calm down. Um, and, uh, I find out what's going on and, uh, you know, obviously, um, social media is a whole nother issue. We could sit here and talk about for 10 days and I've never been a, uh, you know, I don't quite understand it all. I, I use it as a, uh, and I've got other people to help me, but as a positive uh, source, I've never yep. understood the negativity and thing behind, but I get it. Um, but I guess, you know, uh, as you mentioned, I, I think my son must've had a, an account that uh, obviously I did not know about, then he feels terrible. From I've talked to my wife on the way here and him, and uh, he he just feels absolutely terrible. And as I told him, hey, you know, um, your heart was probably in the right place, but don't ever, you know. Defending your First dad. of all, I would have said, don't do it. You know, I've talked to you about these things before. They're, they're my children. They, you know, and I've been in this business for 28 years. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, you know, somebody being negative and talking about me wouldn't be the first time. Uh, so, um, you know, so and we've talked about that as a family on many occasions and things like that. And it's very easy for me for me to ignore it. I, I pay no attention to it. Unfortunately, I have people that tell me about it sometimes. Friends that call or people have people back in my back in my town and people back would call me and they get all riled up and I have to calm them down like no 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 it's no okay. it's, it's okay. okay I don't care well we care we'll take care I'm like no 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 <laughs> and where they get upset is when it becomes personal and that's right. where I and they start telling me like yeah you know you, there's a line I think but my you know my son feels terrible but he was taken up for his dad yeah and if you don't have kids then you have no clue what that means you have no understanding of that uh if you do have kids you probably do but if you've never been in the shoes that i that 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 these kids have gone through uh with their dad uh you know in the public eye yeah you know uh it's not always easy obviously and but it goes with the territory it goes with it absolutely um, but I've never understood, and, I, they, and I'm going to give you this, I never understood people hiding behind certain, you know, you know, if you got a problem with me, I'm here at 6 p.m. on Mondays at Humphreys. Come right here. If you want to talk basketball, I will talk basketball with you all day long. We could talk basketball. 
But I'm not hard to find. I I'm can, really not hard to find. I can testify. You know, if you yeah, want to talk yeah. hoops with Travis Ford, I love it. he will talk as long as you can sit there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'll listen. Hey, uh, no different than anybody. That somebody might have, you know, you could say, oh, you're the worst. You're a piddle. I'm okay. I mean. Let's uh, talk about why. I can handle that. Um, yep. I, uh, you know, I've been doing this a long time as a player and as a coach and, uh you know, uh, but uh, like I said, I've never understood people, you know, and then I know some people get personal and things like that. That I don't agree with. Like, right. that, that, I think that's something more about them than it is about, you know, because uh, I don't understand. Be be upset and mad that we're losing. Absolutely. You're you're probably about ten times levels worse than how I feel and our team right. feels right now. Right. But absolutely. I don't expect people to be happy and all that. Absolutely. But there's a way to do it because if we're all Billiken fans – we need the support. We need to get in the right direction. We need recruiting to go right. We need all that. I've never understood that. I've never been able to have been coaching for so long. I've never been able to be on the other side of being a, like a fan. Like if I'm a, I follow Kentucky basketball and, you know, they've had a couple of rough kind of year and like, but I would never like, I was never like mad. When like, oh, sucker, you know, I'm like, let's get better. We need to get these recruits. Let's, I never quite grasped the other side of it but hey that's everybody's prerogative um you know i know early in the year some people got upset my people were telling me that i was said because the negativity it wasn't not from the fans negative i told our fa- our players we got to be there's we don't need negative energy within the locker right. room negative energy and be like they just don't get it i mean some people just don't understand from you know what i say sometimes but hey i don't have any problem anybody saying anything about our team, me, uh, you know, things like that. But, it, uh, you know, uh, but when it comes personal, it's unfortunate, very unfortunate. But my son feels terrible, and uh, I think his heart was probably in the right he'll, place, as anybody would say. But um, He'll grow from it. Yeah, he'll grow He's from it. He's just a kid. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, not, not telling us, not the end of the world. I'm like, this is not that in the grand scheme of life. Uh, it's uh, it's a it's a good learning lesson not to go hide behind some first, first and foremost. That's exactly because right. I don't know exactly what was said. I have no idea, but from what I've heard, it wasn't like terrible. Like you know, uh, you know, but uh, but no, my phone was blowing up, and I got a lot of people that uh, get upset when people say certain things, and but they really get upset when they get personal. Yeah, and that's what the people I got like as I tell them, if it's not gonna, if I don't, if it doesn't bother me. That don't let it bother you. Exactly. It's easier said than done for some of my people. I have, <laughs> you know, uh, they uh, they they get all worked up, uh, and uh, I, I have to calm them down a little bit. Well, going back a couple of generations, my family's from Kentucky, so I know <laughs> yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, you get, uh, yeah, you We're get it. We're from down around you Murray. You get it. You We're, get it. You all. Oh, that's uh, my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I understand your people. <laughs> Ooh. Your people like, are my people. Like, hey, no, just <laughs> stay in Kentucky. Don't, you know. No, we, you know, but that's what, ha- you know, and that's the unfortunate thing when things get, per- like, you know, um, you know, it, it, that that's, but, you know. So, let's part, get, let's get back it. to basketball. Yeah. One of the things that has been an, uh, an ugly trend the last few games, and, you know, we, uh, we were talking about the box score from the George Mason game and things like that because there's so many good numbers. But the disparity between turnovers that you make and turnovers that you create from the opposition, that's, that's a tough one. And it's easy to say, don't do that. 
<laughs> so how do you coach not turning over the ball? Well, there's drills we, we, we've been doing, you know, um, that concentrate on penalties of a turnover, that concentrate on playing through contact, playing through pressure. Um, so that's one side of it. But yeah. watching a lot of film and understanding that, you know, We've uh, we went back and we broke down every turnover through the last three games because that's where it's really yeah really really because you had kind of self inflicted had wounds. it locked down well, for a while. The average amount of points our opponents in the last three games have scored on us off turnovers is twenty six points. Oh. That's the an average. So you're basically spotting you're spotting your opponent twenty six points before the game starts because we're not turning them over. Right. So it'd be different like if we were turning them over and we're getting twenty. Or something, and you know, six six point differential. But that's not the case for us because we haven't been pressing and things like that. But uh, you know, we it, it's it's attention to detail. It's not being careless. Uh, we but but we broke every turnover down. Uh, walks, uh, turnovers through traffic, turnovers feeding the post, turnovers entering the ball on offense, turnovers against the press. Where did they come? How did they come? And a lot of them are coming against pressure. Against, they're not really necessarily just careless. It could be careless against the pressure, uh, but it's when teams are really pressuring us a little bit that's caused us some problems. Um, and so what we tell them, we've got to slow down against the pressure maybe a little bit. How do, you, how do you attack pressure? You slow down and you set your man up. You slow down and you use a change of pace dribble. You use a pullback dribble. You're in and out dribble. Uh, you don't beat a press by speeding up, like by just getting out of control. And we've had a tendency to get get that way. Um, but yeah, it's a it's definitely uh, Achilles' heel and self inflicted wounds for us right now. And it's uh, you know what's interesting about it though. You go back to the first five or six games, we were one of the tops in America. It was great at taking care of the basketball. It was. Uh, it, was it was incredible. It was amazing. Yeah. So, and I don't want to I don't want to make it a. Uh, 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 conversation about semantics but you know we've in the past we've talked about attack the press but that's not the same as attacking pressure the press and pressure are are two different things but sometimes a press can create some pressure yeah but it's absolutely uh, the pressure is coming a lot from us um you know against nc state it hurt us uh, the the press the pressure they caused in the press a lot but it didn't cause a ton of turnovers in the backcourt. That's right. And most of them were in the front court, mm-hmm. and um, and that's the same thing with Loyola and same thing with George Mason. Uh, it was when we got inside the paint a lot against George Mason that we created. We had some walks. We had some back tips. We had some knocked it off our leg. We had, you know, yes. we had some bobble balls off short rows and passes to the post. This was all below the three point line that we turned the ball over mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's coming in different areas. But there's no question until we get that, we got to get that fixed. I think that will help our defense a little bit. We still have a lot of work to do defensively. But correcting the turnovers and taking care of the ball has got to be, you know, definitely that defense is 1A and B for sure. Let me remind everybody about our friends at the Missouri Athletic Club, a proud partner of Billiken Athletics since 1903. The Missouri Athletic Club has been the premier athletic, business, social, and dining club in St. Louis for its members and their families. We'll come back with our final segment of the Billiken Coaches Show. Don't go away. This is Travis Ford and the Billiken Coaches Show on KMOX.
Royal Banks of Missouri's mortgage specialists are here, here to help you on your home buying journey. Contact our team, apply online, or download the Royal Banks Mortgage app to learn more about our mortgage lending services. Royal Banks of Missouri, member FDIC and equal opportunity lender. Travis Ford is here. Here is the Billiken Coaches Show, and we are live from the fabulous Humphreys on the St. Louis U campus. A, a nice crowd in here on a miserable night, so we appreciate everybody coming out on a cold, rainy night in St. Louis and enjoying Humphreys and the national championship football game just underway. It just started, yeah. I'm excited to... Uh... To maybe catch a little bit, i got to go home and watch some film. And uh, But uh, two two great teams going at it. I don't, I don't know much about them. You were, you were filling me in, Rammer, <laughs> about these teams. I don't get to follow it a whole lot. But, uh, but yeah, it's a great crowd in here. And, uh, you know, a lot of people in here enjoying the football game, enjoying the food, enjoying the show. All right, let's, set, let's start looking at the rest of the year as this team starts to get healthy. First of all, people know Mike Meadows um, had a bit of a head injury about – six eight days ago and uh, you said he practiced a little bit and you think he's close he's close we don't you know we haven't gotten the go-ahead yet uh, you know both he and sincere parker i think are headed in the right direction that's great uh, so that's always a positive um but uh but yeah you know obviously both those didn't play in the last game and mike's had different kind of injuries and stuff uh throughout but you know hopefully we can get those guys back sooner rather than later and then let's look ahead to Wednesday night. I'll remind you and remind you a couple of more times. It's a 6 o'clock start. So that's 545 right here on KMOX with the pregame show. So what do we know about St. Joe's? And you have to ask this even in conference games because every team has so much turnover these days. Well, they're one, they're one team that hasn't. Uh, they've got four oh. starters back. Three of them have been there for th- three to four years and been starting the Does whole time. Does that give them an edge? Yeah, I, I think it, it gives any team starting the year. I've said that I've said that a bunch before the year started. When you look, any, Especially when you start looking at the A-10. When you start looking at the A-10, if you have a team that's returning a bunch of guys, then you have a chance to be, you know, to finish near the top of the league. And that's what I said about Duquesne, St. Joe's, mm-hmm. um, uh, St. Bonaventure. Uh, Duquesne, St. Joe's had all five returning starters back, I believe. Uh, that that for sure helps you, no question about it. Um, it, it you know, especially in today's age. Um, you know, so St. Joe's has got their starting point guard's been there for three years. Started last year. I'm not sure if he started the year before. Two guards been there for several years. Been one of the best players in the league. Three man started for three years. Uh, their five man was a freshman last year and played a lot of valuable time. Now he's a starter every game. So they have guys that have been in the system and gotten off to a great start. Uh, and after watching film, I totally understand that it. it's not a fluke. They, uh, they got one of the best players, not just in the A-10, in America, in Eric Reynolds. He's averaging about 18 a game. I think he had 30 at Kentucky, and he's put up a lot of big numbers. He was second team, I think, all league last year. Preseason first team this year. In, a, in the player of the year uh, talks, uh, you know, he's that good a guard. Their point guard's obviously very good and experienced. Uh, they got really, really good pieces. They uh, shoot the three extremely. They're averaging 12 made threes a game, which oh is my. top 10 in America. I haven't seen that in a while. That's a lot of threes averaged per game. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Billy Lane's done a great job over there, you know, building that thing up and uh, is having a really, really great year right now. So, obviously, I wouldn't ask you to give away a defensive game plan, and you wouldn't anyway. But um, so when you know a team has that kind of strength, um, 
you've all looked at film and adjustments being made. And we better play a lot better defense than we have been. So it better, we better find something quick. Uh, no, it, yeah, they're, they're explosive offensively. Play very fast. Uh, you know, got great speed. Overall, all five position speed. Uh, be honest with you, they've looked very similar to us when we, when we were playing because they will press a little bit, a 1-2-2 two, two press uh, some, but they're very aggressive, very aggressive defensively. Uh, but, uh, you know, a team that's scoring a lot of points, playing very, very fast, got a lot of great one-on-ones. Great as shooters they are, they get them off through their one-on-one dribble driving kicks. Uh, do a great job of driving and kicking the ball to shooters uh, because they are so good one-on-one. But, no, legitimately really, really good. They've got good number, but a really good uh, what, A-10 basketball team. What do you think about what they do defensively and how it matches up against you guys? Yeah, you know, uh, what they do is cause us a little bit of problem. Their aggressiveness, very a lot of ball pressure, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of pressure on the wings. Uh, when you drive, they're, they're going to really help and reach slap and try to steal the basketball. They do a great job of that. Uh, but they, uh, they get after it. They're very well, very well-connected team defensively. Uh, you know, but, uh, but yeah, we just got to do a better job taking care of the ball, moving the ball, get the shot. You know, bad shots are just like a turnover. We've got to do it. We've taken some bad shots of lately that put us in a disadvantage. You add that with the turnovers, and that's not even the turnover column. We're, you know, last three games we're averaging 17 turnovers, but if you added uh, the, the tough shots we've taken, it'd probably be around 22, 23. Um, so, you know, we, we know the areas we need to get better at. Uh, it's uh, – uh, it's time to step up because, we, you know, the competition is, is really, really good. We talk, uh, During the break, we talked about a couple of guys that I feel like are getting close to really emerging for you. And I don't want to always lump them together because they came in together and they're long, lean guys. And, but they've got their own games. But talking about Kellen Thames and Larry Hughes, I, I don't know if I'm off base here, but I just really think those guys are really contributing more and more and on both ends of the floor and really ready to make a move for you? Uh, I, I, you're 100% correct. Um, two young basketball players. We yeah. gotta, you know, they're, they're still young players. Uh, obviously, Kellen didn't play at all last year. Larry got good minutes for a freshman, but not a ton of minutes. He Luckily, he was in some good situations that were helping him prepare for, for right now. But still was a, uh, just a, you know, young sophomores. But we're very obviously very high. I think Larry's probably played his two best games the last two games that he's had. Uh, he's really lost himself in the game, which is because he has so much to give. He has so much to give on both ends. Got a great understanding of the game. Uh, sometimes I think he's put a little pressure on himself to score and things I like agree. that. I think so that, too. That's hard for anybody. Uh, I, I like you know I, I like the approach he's taken the last couple of games. Really played good defense and does some really good things. Uh, he's going to continue to get better. I've said this all year long, after, especially after Kellen getting off the good starts. He was kind of, until he got hurt, was one of our most valuable players that we had. Yeah. There's, there's different guys, but he was a, he's kind of like I said, he was our Fred Thatch. You know, Fred Thatch, when he got, when he got hurt last year in our, I think, first conference game or second conference game. Uh, it was a then, blow. And then was out the year, the rest of the year. It was. It, you know, that it's a, you have those type guys. Kellen is like a Fred Thatch for us that – comes in and does so much to, to help you on both ends of the court. That's right. And he may not get the attention that a Gibson gets or a TJ or somebody like that, but the, what he does is so valuable, extremely valuable. So we're really high on both these guys. 
uh, they, they, we got to keep playing them more and more and more, um, you know, and get them, get, continue to get their feet kind of wet and things like that. But uh, and challenge really, them to be really, the best they can be. Really like their approach and uh, the things they do, and they're only going to just continue to get better. So I'm going to make a quick point, and then you can tell me to shut up or at least don't, don't yeah. say it to Kellen. And that is, I'm looking right here, 53% from three. Kellen, shoot more. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's amazing. Um, Doc Rivers, you said, you know, if you're, if you're a good shooter and you're not shooting good percentages, that probably means you're taking bad shots. Kellen takes good threes. Yes. Uh, he takes open threes. He's really good at understanding when to drive a closeout. So he doesn't take a lot of bad threes, and he's a good shooter. Mm-hmm. So if you're, ta- if you're a good shooter taking good shots, then your percentages should be high. He works hard at it. Uh, uh, on his shot. Uh, and obviously, we've seen his athleticism to the rim, which he can do. And those yes. are the things that can make you a dangerous player. When a guy says, oh, he can make a three, but also, goodness, guys, be ready. He can drive you to the rim and dunk. And he's got great he can body control you. around the rim yeah. and things like that. You know, and when you have that, you know, those threats, that's what can make you a really good basketball player. Coach, thanks for the visit. I'll be looking forward to this all season long. Uh, a lot of fun being here at Humphreys, really the, the, the uh, social place uh, at St. Louis University. It's going to be a great season here. Yeah, we, we uh, invite everybody. Come out and talk basketball. We'll be here on Monday night, so we'll be right here. If you have something to talk about, come on over. You know where Humphreys is at. Be a lot of fun. And, Coach, uh, I'll see you on Wednesday, 6 o'clock. 6 10. o'clock. Sounds good. That's Travis Ford. Don't forget, Matt Pauley in, in Sports Open Line comes up next right here for, live from Humphreys. Also, we've got women, slew women's basketball tomorrow night uh, on KMOX, the men on Wednesday night, and the women again on KMOX on Friday night. So there's a lot of bill- – it's Billiken week on KMOX. All right, we'll take a break. Matt Pauley and Sports Open Line is next. Don't You've been listening to the Billiken Coaches Show, presented by Edward Jones. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Billiken Athletics. Life is a series of moments. Make the most of them with an Edward Jones financial advisor. Also brought to you by Royal Banks of Missouri, investing in our communities one client at a time. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Billiken Sports Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.